And welcome back to Top Dogs. In this last week of <laughs> Pride Month, we are going to be talking about self-acceptance and the queer community. My name is Fiction Boy. I'm Stream Arcadad. And I'm, I'm Dark Wolf. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> and I'm I'm Kid Clausen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Whiplash. We still Wolf. have this. Yeah, we still have this thing where we like to cut off Whiplash. <laughs> By the way, yeah, apparently. <laughs> So I wanted to say something. Welcome back, Whiplash. It's been it's been a couple of episodes since we last saw you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has How are been. You doing? But the break the break's good. The break is very much good. <laughs> You're doing okay. Yeah, I'm well. Good. I needed the break right. anyways. Social media is a <laughs> disease sometimes. Honestly, are you good? <laughs> Just Jed just stepped on my nutsack. <laughs> oh my god! Not a nutsack. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're okay. Uh, what is this? It's day, the moment I we swear. start recording. He comes up to me and goes right in my face. Sorry for the little screaming. Sorry. It's only inevitable when Jet wants to be the attention whore, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Just like his dad. Aww. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, we have uh, Dark Wolf here, who we haven't had an episode to, with him since season one. <laughs> yeah, really long ass time. Yeah. It has been. Are you glad to be back on season two? Well, yeah, I'm here now. <laughs> Of course. Anyways, before we start off, I'm going to ask you guys the first question. And we're going to start off, and we're going to make sure, Strain, since you want your moment, <laughs> you hit this first question. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't say it like that. I just go through an order and it'll be fine. Radio star. Video. The radio star. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay Whiplash, okay. we can hear you. I know. <laughs> okay, so... Flash, that film was good. Yes, it was. So, I was gonna ask you, how do you define self-acceptance within the context of the queer community, and why is it particularly important for individuals within this community? Hmm. Uh, I think... I think self-accepting is accepting the fact that you're, you know, whatever your sexuality is, if you're gay, queer, non-binary, it's just acknowledging the fact that you are and being comfortable with yourself. I think there's a part of, you know, um, self-esteem that goes into that. And I think that we should all, like, I don't know how to answer this, honestly. It's a good question. <laughs> Um, but I think it's just accepting who you are as a person and have, feeling no shame or no guilt about being who you are, even though you're part of a community that is a minority compared to the rest of the world, the straight world, we could say. It's okay to be different, and it's just going with it and be proud of yourself. Okay. What about you, Kit? This was your episode idea. I want to hear your opinion on this. 
Yeah. Um, no, I, I think he's he pretty well said it. Uh, Self-acceptance is important because there are some people, even if they are gay or queer, non-binary, they struggle to accept that part of themselves. So it's important for people to accept yourselves because once you once you have accepted all of yourself, it's almost like a weight is lifted off of your chest. You can breathe easier. You can get through your day to day life easier just once you're once you're okay with who you are. I would say it's very true. There, it's a when it comes to really accepting who you are. It is, and whether that would be with sexuality or personality traits that are pros and cons to who you are, it is a long process to accept. That's for sure. And sometimes you don't, it sometimes takes years to accept. I know for me, for example, that it took me a long time to accept the fact that I was bisexual um, and to be comfortable with that. You know, because it, when you grow up in a family background, and I'm not blaming my family on this because this wasn't them, actually, they were okay with it. It was just that mindset of being surrounded by some certain peers. Like, maybe, like, their friends, my, my famous friends, or sometimes my friends, acting very negative towards that kind of, you know, mentality or behavior. But as time goes along, you know, they mature. Times change. And it's more acceptable, which I'm very thankful for. What about you, Whiplash? Oh, self-acceptance? Oh, it took me a while to admit. <laughs> Not gonna get into, like, the reasoning of why it took me a while. Just say it was childhood issues. It took me a while to actually accept that I was bisexual at 25. Hell, I went to a school reunion, I think about a month ago at this point. And even, like, my two best friends I had during high school even knew that I was, like, sort of gay, in a way. <laughs> and then I finally told them at the, um, reunion, they're like, holy sh**, finally. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how the anticipation of them just waiting for you, that's like, finally, you came out. <laughs> but I always tried denying it because of, like, issues I had, and, but I'm glad I am the way I am now. I'm glad I finally realized my true self instead of like denying it even more. Mm-hmm. It's been a good. It's been good. Oh yeah, I I wish I had the self confidence that I have now, 15 years ago. Oh God, same. Understandable. <laughs> <had> zero. <laughs> Not gonna deny that. I mean, to be fair, that was basically me back in high school. I didn't know how to like come out or anything. So at some point, I ended up having boyfriend back then, and um, let's just say basically the entire school found out at the high school dance when he made me go on stage in front of everyone and asked me out. Aww. That's actually kind of cute. <laughs> it is cute, though. Yeah. Also, you know what? One second, I'll be right back, because I had to do one quick thing, so sorry about that. <laughs> No, you know, you're good. We'll be right back. I'm gonna get out of the photo. But. Oh, you're fine. 
But no, self-acceptance is the hardest thing, honestly, especially when it comes to being queer or gay or lesbian or trans. The hardest thing of acceptance because you're so worried about those around you and what they'll think of you. Okay. That was my now, I wanted to. Okay. Now let's make, let's ask something a little bit more personal. And this is just a question that I wanted to ask. <laughs> so, stream. Tell me a story about how you kissed your first guy and how that go. Oh my god, I don't how did that happen? It's been so long. Because me, when I went from when I realized I was gay, to me having having a sexual relationship with another man was fine, but kissing was like I was grossed out by it. But I remember mm -hmm. going onto a one night stand with somebody, and he actually leaned in for a kiss, and I wasn't sure about it, and I told him I didn't, you know, I I'd, I'd never done that before, and he was like, "Don't worry, it's it's just." the same as if you're doing it with girls and I, I'm like okay and I just gave in and I did it and it was actually a lot of fun and I was like wow this actually feels amazing it feels normal it feels natural for me for some reason and I was like you know what this is actually really cool <laughs> I've been enjoying it since mm -hmm. it was a little awkward at first when he was going in for yes. it and you were just like oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what exactly. The hell is I've happening? never done it, so I was kind of oh, oh God, what's happening? Oh, it escalated to zero to one hundred real <laughs> yeah. quick in that situation. <laughs> oh yeah. It sure well, what did. about you, Kit? Your first time kissing a guy. How was that experience? And do you have a story well, behind it all? I I don't really have a story for that one. I've never kissed a girl, so kissing a guy to me was just normal. Really. Huh. Mm, okay. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Okay. What about you, Weblash? I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, yeah, I think you, you know it was definitely awkward. Experience. Platinum gay. Awkward. Very awkward. I would say it was awkward. No, I wouldn't say it was awkward. I'm trying to remember. Mm. I think it was back in February of 2021. Okay. Yes. How do you know those uh, dates so precisely? Ago. I don't understand that. <laughs> I just know the month. I don't know what day it was. <laughs> but still, like, when did that happen in my life? I'm like, I don't know, five or eight years ago. <laughs> in no, between. It was a, here, here's the thing is, it was kind of a turning stone in my life because, like, at, like right before that, I wanted to change myself. I wanted to start working out. And I wanted to do content creation, which I'm done with now because... Nah. But that was also like when I was like, you know what? I'm bisexual now. As well. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. uh, someone I was personally talking to was actually down where I lived at because I was. He knew two people where I lived at and he was visiting them. So I was like, hell yeah, let's hang out. So I did. We went back to the house and it wasn't awkward. It was like immediate tongue. God dang, already. <laughs> No, I get Already going it. for that. Oh my god. Just really? like Colton, he once said too. He's no, he's just mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, it was like immediate tongue. It was just like deep on kissing. Because I enjoy kissing. That sounds... Kissing is one of my favorite things. Like, I enjoy it more than sex sometimes. I'm not even going to lie. Are you sure you didn't kiss Colton already? Because that's a very Colton thing to do. Go tongue already. <laughs> Me and him just have like wow. the same aspirations when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> like this thing for two minutes. I know. I know. Colton likes to do tongue straight up. I do too. It's Not nice. calling you out. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, my uh, first time. I actually do remember it. I was a senior in high school. <laughs> As you guys know about my story about losing my virginity. Um, so I didn't count that because I actually didn't make out with them. But there was this other person that I met maybe two months after my birthday. And so there was this, this guy that really liked me. We were seniors in high school. And once we talked a little bit on the phone, and he was like, hey... I know you live pretty close in the neighborhood. Uh, um, we can go to a place that is near one of those rich people neighborhoods because they're they got some mansions where we lived, and we found this bridge. And this is a place where I like to go when I wanted to catch crawdads because I'm I'm southern redneck like that sometimes. <laughs> um, and I I brought him there, and we were just talking for a bit, and then all of a sudden. He decided to sit on my lap and he just he just went for it. I was not prepared. I got nervous. And the first thing I asked him I was like, maybe I should eat some gum. <laughs> That's what I told him because I forgot to brush my teeth. Nope. <laughs> but he did not care. And he just kept doing it. And that was amazing. And I would say after kissing so many girls before that, he definitely knew what he wanted. <laughs> I wanted to kiss you, but you always refuse me for some reason. I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I don't kiss Canadian bacon. Oh my oh, god! god. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, it's too bad because we're good oh. kissers. You don't know what you're missing out. Hey, maple oh, I'm not missing much. Sweet maple syrup. Sweet, sweet maple syrup <laughs> flavored kiss. Oh, we're so insane. Oh, Hell yeah. Gosh. <laughs> hey, I'd fucking kiss that for sure. <laughs> oh, I cannot oh, my compose God, myself. So cool. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get let's get uh, serious focus. here, guys. <laughs> Act professional. Here we go. I want some maple syrup now. I don't know what you. Me too. Go get some at the store later on. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, right my next question. Wow. Now, can you share a personal experience where you struggled with self-acceptance as a queer individual? And how do you navigate the journey and what impact did it have in your life? I remember I've always been experimenting when I was young, young, like starting. I think I started experimenting when I was eight and then 11 and you know, it's, 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 it's nothing. It's not really sexual or anything, but it is, but it, it doesn't have that sexual thought into it. It's just like curious and stuff, but I've mm. always been more curious about guys than girls, but I knew I was the last of the, I was the last person of my family branch to bear the name, my family name. So I always had that pressure that I need to get a girlfriend and have kids so that, you know, it's not the end of my line. So I've always felt this pressure. And when I had my depression when I was 12 and 13 years old, I realized that 
I might be more into guys than I thought and not really interested into girls and it happened right in the during my depression so I ended up having a breakdown in the car next to my mom saying I don't know if I'm straight or not and I was freaking out because I felt like being a burden I was being a burden and I had this, all this pressure coming up on me I ended up doing my my coming out at 18 to my friends and then at 20 or 21 my mom actually sat down had dinner with me and she she sat down and she went stream I need to ask you something the, the moment the way I don't know what it is the way she said it I was like you're gonna ask me if I'm gay or not and she's like yes I was wondering if you are I'm like yes I am and then we started discussing and it went really well honestly she and she told me she had her doubts but i'm pretty sure that depression i did when i was at 12 or 13 did not help <laughs> in my situation well i kind of did because yeah. it prepared her so that was my story okay now i know kid you really want to talk about this so let's hear it yeah so um when i woke up on june 1st and i checked my facebook as we do uh i saw a post from one of my friends uh he is a teacher in the town that i live in um so i'm, I'm actually gonna read this post now it it's quite long but it, it left an impact on me and that's why i really wanted to share this um i'm not gonna share his name for for privacy purposes he says no one has given me more grief about my sexuality than my own self. For years, I was convinced that something was wrong with me, that I was sinful, an abomination. I was a child taught to hate a part of me. There are no specific targets in which to point fingers here, as the experiences that instilled this idea in me were just a symptom of a toxic indoctrination that has deep roots in the perversion of scripture. However, it doesn't change how I believed a huge part of me was evil and deserved eternal punishment. He says, in my adulthood, the product of that negative self-esteem has made itself known, and I still struggle with confidence, worthiness, people-pleasing, and anxiety. Even though I've made progress in these areas, the not-enoughness lingers, ready to strike anytime there's disappointment or personal failure. He says, since officially coming out three years ago, I have experienced so many new sensations, freedoms, friendships, learning curves, heartbreaks, and a type of love that I subconsciously craved for all those years this part of me was kept hidden away. Uh, he goes on to say, today I walk proudly in my identity. I'm not ashamed. I know what I know, and that truth is unshakable. I do so in spite of the hate that comes with it. South Georgia is no friend to the LGBTQ. People stare. Uh-oh, I lost my place. <laughs> People stare and whispers are mumbled. The F slur is a word I hear often from students in the halls of my school. I've had issues with a few parents not allowing their child to be in my even some of my colleagues have expressed their dislike of me in passive-aggressive and indirect interactions. Laws are being passed every day to suppress, oppress, and persecute my community. Retail companies scamper and tuck their tails when bigotry shows it. Politicians embolden the hate just to maintain their own power. But I will not stop. I will dance when a bop vibes my way. I will paint my nails. I will express my love openly. 
I will be flamboyant when there is need for it. I will wear rainbows. I will allow both my masculinity and femininity to be expressed. I will laugh when I'm happy. I will cry when I'm sad. I will fight back when I'm angry. I will continue to be me. And in my almost hopeless optimism for humanity, I still believe we can all be allowed to be who we are without fear. Wow. That's, that's quite impressive. quite a lot to say. Yeah, I have to hmm. say that. Is that wrong? When I read that, it left such an impact, I had to share it. Hmm. I would say that was quite a tale, that's for sure, and I am glad for your friend's sake that he is finding not acceptance from others, but acceptance for himself. Um, and I yes. And I think that's a very important uh, rule that everybody should live by, because if you're trying to seek happiness, eternal happiness, you need to find it within yourself and not from others. Otherwise, you're going to be disappointed with the outcomes every time. If you learn to do that, do the things that you love. It doesn't have to be just about sexuality, but you know, this is like an eternal thing for happiness is that you cannot always rely on your friends your, your or your partner for that kind of thing. I think I've learned that from being around somebody like Colton because, you know, as he blossomed in his life, he learned to find himself and I've never seen a person like Colton to be as happy as he is because he knows what he wants and he knows what he likes and I've never seen exactly. him besides that you don't have to decipher Colton he's honest he's blunt honest and I love that about him he is oh, yeah, so he is. unhinged, but that's what makes him special and you know one of our greatest assets in this organization so absolutely without his without his uh work ethic we would not have made it as far as we did without him only because he loves helping out as a team you know that's that's who he is so thank you colton for everything you do <laughs> but yeah that's what i would have to say about that but of course that i could say that with any mental Aww, issue on the hearts oh <laughs> cute we may have not always seen eye to eye, but that's okay. We learn and we grow. <laughs> but you know, that's what that's that's what happens. You know, healthy debates happen all the time. So yeah. But you know what? I don't mean to take up the, more of the spotlight. But Bush, it's your turn for the yeah, spotlight. Did, yeah. Did you have something you wanted to add to that? No. I mean. It was really only hard for me whenever I finally came out to my parents because that's like one of the things that you kind of dread because you don't know what they're going to mm -hmm. think. Especially beforehand if you've kind of like took on some like I guess would be criticism how they felt about gay people in the past or how your friends are gay and such. That's about really mm -hmm. like hardest thing for me honestly. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the things you have to like try your best to get over and actually explain it to them if you ever get to that point. Sometimes people just keep it to themselves as best they can. Mm -hmm. 
sometimes uh, people are not wanting to have any conflict, and that's why they usually keep it to themselves. Um, considering that, the, you know, there's some people that go through trauma, and that's why they keep it to themselves, so they want to surround themselves with positivity more than negativity around it. So that would make more sense to me. Why yeah. they might do that. You have no idea how much I try to keep myself away from everything. <laughs> Especially bad things, which I, I understand. It never, get, okay. it never stays away from me. <laughs> Aww. In time, it will. Hopefully. Alright, okay. next one. In what ways do you believe self-acceptance positively impacts the mental health and well-being of queer individuals? How has self-acceptance influenced your own mental health strain? Uh, I think... I'll need to think about this. Like, what, can I, I need to reread the question. Well, I think the fact that I, the, the moment I started, I accepted who I am as a person, being a gay man. Um, I like you explained it earlier. There's this huge weight that came off my shoulder, and I felt so much better. It really helped me recover during my depression. Um, and it's just, it's been amazing ever since, honestly. It's like, yes, there's the up and downs of life that we all go through, but getting that weight off my shoulders really helped. And I'm very grateful where I live in a society where, you know, being gay, a part of the LGBTQ community is not, not frowned upon. Like, there's not a lot of discrimination happening or racism or, you know, homophobia or anything like that. You don't see that really much in my area. And I've never really felt uh, oppressed or intimidated at school or anything or in the streets or at work so it's it's i've been very grateful for that mm -hmm. watch how dark you there's you're feedbacking like you're intense, feedbacking. Like intense. What? what do you mean i like can hear your, your microphone echo from your microphone oh yeah. and your Sorry. microphone volume is very loud and then better uh -huh. They? Uh, testing so. one, two, three. Two. Nah, I can nope, still hear still it. Echoing. Your microphone was it fine earlier. It is really quiet. You might be having a fan yeah. on, or you're... Do you have it? a fan on? The mic activity threshold. Uh, I have my threshold no, pretty high up. No, the thing is, your output is very high. What are you doing, stream? <laughs> my dog. Okay, dog, outside. stop licking my hand. <laughs> okay, at least this Sorry. should be better. I turned up my threshold more. Hopefully. <laughs> mm, well, we're really Is your microphone in volume? Your gain is like way high. I don't know. Anyways, let's keep going. Of course. And as I said earlier, I think I already made my point, what I said earlier before the question got here, so... Kit? <laughs> you want to add on to it? Um, yeah, it's, it's really just, once you've accepted yourself, your own mental health improves. In my experience, it was instantly. Um, I didn't even have a positive self-image. Like, when I looked in the mirror, I didn't really find the person in the mirror attractive, physically even until I accepted that I was gay and then like, I, I don't realize when it happened 
But at some point, I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, hey, I look good. Yes, you do. <laughs> I agree. You look fabulous, sir. <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Whiplash. You jamming bean? You have anything to mm -hmm. say? A second. <laughs> I had to reread the question too. It's like stream. Yeah, kid likes to give us long questions. <laughs> but they're very in depth too. Like they're not surface. I do questions. enjoy it's those questions. In you have to questions. think about. Yeah, they're good. I'm not denying that. that these are really good. Serious. Serious topics deserve serious questions. I, to be fair. I, that, that I is agree. <laughs> I agree. Just read it. Not gonna so deny just read that. <laughs> so self-acceptance, huh? So it's very much when you actually finally accept for who you are. It's kind of like weight off your shoulders. I feel like because that's kind of was with me when I finally like figured out who I was personally and what I was. And it felt great to finally mm -hmm. be able to just be that person. Mm-hmm. Oof, one second, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Sneeze. <laughs> it's kind of like the same way with... It's like the same way with, like, coming out to someone. It's like, when you get all that off your shoulders, it feels like so much weight has been lifted off. Like, now you can be who you really want to be. That you, you can breathe easier. yourself. Hold, hold your thought. That's what it was with me. Hey, Dark Wolf. Mm -hmm. If you can, it would be much help. If you're not speaking, maybe mute the microphone so there is no background. Sorry. I don't need to. You know, you're, I'm not. You don't need to apologize. I'm just saying. Also, give me a second. I need to fix myself. <laughs> well, hey, while he's doing that, um, looks like we are at our 30 minute mark. Yes. Of course. So, as long as my body does not get discombobulated i'm gonna say subscribe to our youtube channel and hit that notification bell when you hit the notification bell you will be notified from our latest videos and our shorts and also follow us on our audio platforms and leave us a rating as that will help us out a lot also join our discord and telegram chat links to all these are earn the link tree down below into the description another thing i wanted to add on to this is this hey there top docs podcast fans ready to take on the listen of experience to the next level for just three dollars a month you can become a podcast supporter get all access passes to raw uncut podcast episodes be a part of our supported meetups join our vibrant uh, support chat and much more do you want to know more how about taking it up a notch with our podcast supporter plus tier for just six dollars a month enjoy all the benefits of our podcast support tier and also become part of our content creation process but hold on we have more info stream take it away I feel like you've already said everything. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like like wait, I'm not doing it anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was a that was the Patreon. Oh, that was the Patreon. Okay. <laughs> so calling all our Top Dogs fan, you want some cool stuff? You can by subscribing to our server subscription on Discord or Patreon. Become a podcast supporter today. Get exclusive raw and uncut footage of your favorite podcast episode. Join supporter meetups and talk with other podcast supporters and the team. Plus, you get a custom-made paw emoji that comes and other goodies that come with a $2.99 subscription. But wait, there's more. Upgrade to the podcast supporter plus and get episode voting, support 
supportive feedback, and live audience participation for only $5.99. You also get a sneak peek of upcoming ideas, merchandising, and more. You don't have to join these subscriptions, but it does help us out a lot. And for people that do, thank you so much. We really appreciate your support. We do appreciate you doing a lot for this community. And if you do not show any more, Whiplash is going to probably uh, bunk Colton for getting, in for getting in front of the camera so you guys couldn't see. <laughs> How dare you, Colton, get in front of the camera? Bunk him, Colton. Whiplash, bunk him. No, I'm going to find you on Twitter. I'm going to follow you. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> you couldn't make it any so less simple. creepy you... <laughs> I mean he could have made it just gonna walk to the camera and be like I'm gonna follow you I'm gonna follow you everywhere on Twitter even your I'm AD follow you. what a threat After oh dinner. my god so scary I'm shaking in my pants right now <laughs> you wear no pants good point shaking in my warmers <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm struggling with my eye tracking right now come on headset oh, in context like guys this. I will say though he's not wearing pants but he's wearing something that looks like Tarzan will wear yes <laughs> to our, to our the most comfortable piece of clothing ever <laughs> nice I, is it gonna be like that, that one it... time? Is it gonna be I like wanna... that one time when you went to your husband's restaurant wearing a kilt? Oh yeah, and I went up the ladder in the middle of clients to fix some spotlights. <laughs> that was that was brilliant. That was such a big himbo moment for me. Like, now, if you guys want to see oh, that shit. episode, <laughs> it's on the episode when we brought our couples on Valentine's Day episode. So, if you guys want to know more about that story, watch that video. Yeah, go in the link tree down below. Look for our tip to our TikTok channel. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, that's another short you can find as well. But anyways, any we're gonna. Oh God, my ear! <laughs> I heard a lot of oh, feedback my, coming my, from Dark Wolf that hurt my ear. Sorry, that was me moving my headset. <laughs> no, you're fine. Anyways, so <clears throat> for the next question. Uh, I w I'm going to answer one of the questions that I personally wanted to ask, um, which is what steps did you take to create a supportive and inclusive environment for yourself and other queer individuals? How do you promote self-acceptance within your own community? Oh boy. Actually, it's my community was built for me. It's actually my friend. I was I was saying that I was bisexual at some point. I would be like, okay, I'm 75% women, 25% men. And then it was 50-50, and then it shifted. And it's actually my friends that came up to me. It's like, stream, you like boys? I'm like, yes, I do. Like, okay, why are you lying to yourself? And I'm like, you like kissing boys, do you? <laughs> you know what? You're absolutely right. Okay, I'm gay. <laughs> You're right. And that's how I came out. It's actually my best friends. They set up a, a healthy, safe environment for me to fully express and, you know, and I realized, and they were, they were just saying the truth. And I was like, you know what? I got to stop lying to myself. You're absolutely right. This is how it happened for me. I was 18. Hmm. You were 18? Yeah. And this happened. That was yep. the, okay. Hmm. So <clears throat> with me, I think I, I know I have my own uh, fan base and all of us really do. Now, with me, though, um, I usually let them decide for themselves what makes them happy. 
because usually I don't think I give the best advice sometimes. But I would. Oh. Did he just crash? Oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. Oh well, I think he crashed. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. 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 Make sure my... Mid sentence. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Uh, just in case he's gonna yeah. come back. So, Kit, what yeah. about you? Uh, well, should I go with okay. Kit and then Whiplash? Yes. Okay. How should go? <laughs> um. So when when I came out, one of my best friends was already out. Uh, he and I actually did end up dating, but oh, uh, he. He was part of my friend group in, in high school. So uh, all of my friends, we would all come over to my mom's house and and we would all hang out there. And so he he was much more with his his feminine um that is to say it was evident that he was gay without him telling you. But he was still one of my best friends, and the way my mom treated him, the way my sisters treated him, showed me that it was safe for me to come out. Because the environment that they created for him was the same environment that I lived in. And, and so I felt comfortable enough coming out at that time as well. That's really good. What about you, Whiplash? Okay, which question was it again, though? <laughs> I'm trying to uh, remember what's going on. <laughs> uh, what step did you take to create a supportive and inclusive environment for yourself and other queer individual? How do you promote self-acceptance within the community? Within your, your community? Supportive and inclusive. I just really don't give a crap what other people say. <laughs> I've got to understandable. I mean, I just got to Definitely. the point in my life where just don't listen to other what people don't listen to what people think about you because obviously people will be wrong. And a lot of people are wrong because they never want to actually talk to you about who you are as a person. So just never listen to them because usually people will always will judge judge you without fully getting to know you. That's true. All right. So for our next question, uh, have you ever have you encountered intersectional challenges related to both your queer identity and other aspect of your identity? Example, race, religion, disability, ethnicity. Uh, how do you navigate these challenges while maintaining self-acceptance? Kit, you want to start? Um, I actually don't have a good answer for this one. Once I came out, I was already in the workforce. It's it's not my whole identity, but it is a part of who I am. So even at my current job, uh, I was married at the time to a man when I was hired, and and I've never kept that a secret. So it's it's either this is it, or if you want me to hide that part of myself, then maybe that's not the right job for me. Yeah. What about you, Whiplash? Uh, I don't let my job know about it. <laughs> to be honest, like, cause my job is like full of, um, 
Okay, besides my personal IRL friend that actually works there, which she is transgender, but no one really kind of questions us. Because it's like me, I don't really show it unless it's on my car, which I do drive my car to work every day. And then I have like <laughs> my tag says not rocket and my license plate frame says a wound again. I have a woo crew in rainbow colors. I have a bad dragon sticker. So like it's not like I don't show it personally but when i'm at work i don't try to say i'm gay or bisexual just because i still live in the south so who knows how people react here still hmm. personally i've never really encountered uh intersectional challenges i've always felt really accepted wherever i've been wherever i went i work in the construction industry so it is very stereotypical male with big male buffy attitudes and stuff and you're like oh there's no gays in here so i've never been really i've never hid anything but i've never told it either i'm very straight looking at male i'm not feminine or anything my speech my manners and everything i dress like a typical man uh uh, it was really funny actually i had a story where i worked with a colleague for a year and a half and when i i t talked about my relationship i always said my lover or my 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 sweetheart or i never actually i always use names that doesn't really describe the sex but they just assume that it was a girl but i've never specified either and at some point one of after working for a year and a year and a half with this guy which is i i love him super sweet guy he actually we were having this discussion about the gay people and stuff like them the queer community and he was like well it doesn't matter because you know stream you're not gay and I'm, i look at him dead serious in the eye i'm like um actually i am he's like shut up i'm like i swear i'm gay he's like <laughs> you don't look gay i'm like no most gay people don't look like they are it's just a, a few people are very feminine they're in touch with their feminine side some are very hetero looking so he was really surprised by it we had a good laugh out of it <laughs> and i was like dude if you want to make gay jokes i'm i'm gonna be your like I'm, I'm i want to hear them if you have any sort of gay jokes because as i say you cannot laugh at others if you cannot be laughed at as long if it's done in a joking manner then go ahead i want to hear them because some are pretty good so yeah <laughs> that was my story uh so we to still don't have any news of uh yeah what about you dark uh it's kind of the same for me um uh, the ironic thing is pretty much uh pretty much came out when i was like 16, which was 2014. Wait. Yeah, like around 2014. Uh, everyone knew. Everyone at school knew. Most of my family knew. I have just never told my dad yet. He still doesn't even. Every single other person in my whole entire family knows, except for. Uh, it's. Yeah, you you, dark, you, want, you might want to lower your threshold because you're cutting out. Oh. Uh, hold on. Is this it better? It was really weird because your audio setting was perfect a few minutes ago before you had to go do something. It was fine. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah I just turned the now. threshold to like 50. <laughs> oh, you don't know why. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It was, it was, it was for fiction. I did it for fiction, okay? Um, but basically, my dad's on pretty much on the side where he doesn't support at all. So I decided 
who never mentioned it to him at all. If he finds out, he finds out, but I'm gonna ignore his calls if he does. Just because I don't want to deal with the drama that he's gonna start up. But, but, like, I've been pretty open all my life about it. People just find out because I just random, like, if people ask me, I tell them, like, I don't mind talking about it. Unless they're, like, pressuring me into talking about it. Yeah, I'm not going to. But if they're just, like, normal, we're having a normal conversation and bring something up and I just, like, say it myself. Stuff like that would be the things that seem more natural. Like, even with, even with, like, some of my friends who were trying to come out. Like, I helped them out because they talked to me. Like, explain, like, their feelings to me. So, I, like, I understand the position people are in so I could easily help them. Yeah. I want so, to apologize, ladies and gentlemen, that I completely crashed. The whole oh, internet fine, no, went out, so I had to restart the oh, my computer and the router. Well, you didn't like miss that. a lot, so you we, you only skipped a question. So I'm going to ask you. You were the last one to answer, actually. So the question is: Have you ever encountered intersectional challenges related to both your queer identity and other aspects of your identity, race, ethnicity, religion, disability? How do you navigate these challenges while maintaining self-acceptance? I was more of a internal problem more than it was an external. For me, it was I, fight. it was a an illusion that I put on myself, made these assumptions that this is how it was going to come down to. Because you know, being raised in a family household in the South with religious parents. And, well, actually, mostly my mom, and having that assumption that this is what, how she was going to be. Uh, luckily, it was not that case. So I was very grateful for that. And, of course, having friends that I didn't know whether or not they were okay with it, because they, they are very super, super straight dudes. You know, I played sports with these guys, and I was their team player. So it, it was definitely a different environment. That's for sure. <clears throat> but, again, it was all in my head. And so, I decided, because they, they were all fine with it too. They didn't care. So, it was like, that's when I realized th these were the internal problems that I was putting on myself. Putting that self-struggle, uh, mental struggle that I put on my head. It was never really about that. It was just more about me being okay with the fact that being okay with that fact um even if some friends may or may not have liked it it didn't really matter regardless of what they thought i would have been just fine with them just saying no especially today yeah <clears throat> but do you want me to i know i was saying something or? earlier uh, yeah, I guess was, I. The yeah, the previous question we had was, yeah, it was, what steps do you take to create a supportive and inclusive environment for yourself and other queer individual? How do you promote self acceptance within your community? That's the question you were answering, and you cut out. Where did I cut off? Oh, I don't. Oh remember. gosh, just start over. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay, that's over. fine. So, I don't really tell people what to do specifically i guess but the the, the proper word i just kind of telling you know you know uh not really so much 
figure it out for yourself, but more like you, I can't really give you the straight answers because this is only something that you can answer for yourself. That's why I'm saying that internal struggle that you put on yourself. And, and what I do, if people want, because there's a lot of people that want to do a lot of things like besides, you know, furry stuff, they want to do their other hobbies. Like me, I want to do voice acting and be making music. I always say, you know, like you don't really need to like tell people, you know, you're gay or bisexual because I think that comes out with time. And, you know, let ha that kind of thing happen organically. It's not like the whole world needs to know you're gay or bi, if that makes any sense. It's not yeah. something, it's not like a conversation that you just bring up randomly. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. And I, I, I don't, me personally, I, I don't like when gay people do that. Like they have to let the whole world know they're gay. And like, it's just not a good conversation and, to have. It's, it doesn't, it seems like a forced thing. Like they have, you really need them to know kind of thing. Do you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah, 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 yeah. You, you don't introduce yourself that way, but if it comes up organically in the conversation, yeah. then you don't hide it either. Yeah. That's, that's what I did that's with what my I'm colleague saying. that I work. That's what I did with my colleague that I worked for a year and a half. Like we, I never had to bring it up until he said like, but you're not gay. I'm like, yes, I am. And he was like, oh. Damn. Yeah, that's you don't that's what it. I mean. <laughs> All right, yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, that's what I kind of mean. You know, that's a good way, in my opinion, to accept it. You know, you know, without pushing it, because I don't really, I'm not really a big fan when people push their sexuality on people. It's just kind of weird to me. Um, like I don't want to know, like what what is the straight couple doing? Like have you guys been making out like all in my face? I'm like I don't want to know about that. It's the same thing with, that applies to any other sexuality. I don't want to know. <laughs> but so let it happen naturally if it's brought up in conversation. Don't just tell them shut up that kind of thing. But anyways, continue on. Uh, so the next question would be, how do you advocate for self-acceptance within the queer community? Can you discuss any initiatives or project that you have been involved in that promotes self-acceptance and inclusivity? Hmm. I think we, did I answer that question already? Nope. Jesus, you guys are way ahead. Wait, is, say, repeat that question again, because I had two voices in my how ear. How do you advocate for <laughs> that's Colton? How do you advocate for self-acceptance within the queer community? Can you discuss any initiatives or project you've been involved in that promote self-acceptance and inclusivity? Um besides besides you know the TikTok videos I used to do that were very aggressive positivity which I don't really do anymore. No. No, I, I haven't. I wanted to venture out doing other things. Sorry, that's the short answer, but that's that's kind of what I did. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, can I, I tell get... people that... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You're fine. Okay. My answer is pretty short. I'm going to give it right off the bat. Basically, I've always told people like, hey, you got one life to live. Don't let other people tell you how to live your life. Be happy and and be yourself and don't fear what people might say of you oh you basically said what i was about to say <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. what about now, you flesh a... uh 
Give me a second. <laughs> you can you can ask Kid. You can go yeah, with go while he kid. thinks about it. <laughs> Well, shortly after I came out, my mom found a support group, not for me, but for her. Uh, it's called mm. PFLAG. It stands for Parents, Friends, and Families of Lesbians and Gays. Um, because when someone comes out and you don't know how to support that person in their struggles, that's that's what this support group was for. And so for, I would say, almost a year, we went to monthly meetings in, in one of the nearby towns. And it was, it was not just the queer individuals. It was their families that were also there. Uh, so my mom got to interact with other moms of queer individuals, other parents... Uh, at one of these meetings, I actually met a couple who were both at the Stonewall riots. Mm -hmm. And so that, that was, that was really cool that I got to, I got to learn from their experience on that because they were one of the people literally fighting on the front lines at, at the Stonewall Inn when those happened 55 years ago. Really? Holy crap, that's definitely a very important piece of history. Yes. Now, may I ask, and, and you just give us a general, um, you know, general answer to our audience. Can you describe that incident? Like, what happened and what started it? So, okay. The Stonewall Riots began because at that time being gay was illegal it was against the law to be openly gay in public and what happened was uh the police in new york actually led a raid on the stonewall inn which is now a national historic site in new york city for the, so the police came in Drag queens were literally throwing bricks, fighting for their lives just to live their genuine self. And for for weeks, the riots went on as as these the queer individuals in that community literally fought for their right to exist. Mm -hmm. Okay. I should definitely look up that. I'll probably even watch a YouTube documentary about that so I can uh, the, get a general knowledge about that incident. That's the, for sure because the Stonewall I, I riots. No, the Stonewall riots are a very important point in queer history. Mm -hmm. I'll definitely look that up. <clears throat> Do you have a answer, Whiplash? I mean, I really didn't go through much myself honestly i really didn't you, that's that's why it's hard for huh? me to give you an answer that's fine that's yeah because okay. i didn't deal with a lot of some people has honestly i will hmm. say that at least uh dark what do you have anything to say um god i need the question again <laughs> Okay, uh, I want to repeat how the do you again. respond 
how do you advocate for no we did that how do you respond to internalized oh no we didn't do that one uh, how do you advocate for self-acceptance within the queer community can you discuss any initiative or project you have been involved in order to promote self-acceptance and inclusivity um i do remember when i was still in school a couple years ago we did a like a like this event like a fundraiser to basically like raise awareness for like lgbtq community and whatnot so then people would be able to be accepted in the school without having any issues because a lot of people were like not were like closed in and either they've been getting bullied and stuff like that so eventually like it became like kind of a success and a lot of people started coming out during when they were doing that for like they were doing that for like almost like three weeks during uh during my time at school before like covid and stuff like that so it actually helped our people in the long run come out and even to their parents and stuff which i'd say it's a great achievement for a lot for a lot of people to be honest mm-hmm I don't know right. if we have time for one more question, but there's one I think that would be really interesting. Okay. Um, what advice or support would you provide to a fellow queer individual who is struggling with self-acceptance? How would you encourage them to embrace their intent, uh, authentic selves? My short answer? Question? I'll skip my short answer since on time. I would say in the previous uh, answers I gave in the beginning, of this video it's a process that takes a long time you will go through the motions and as time goes on you will learn to accept it slowly that's not something that should be rushed so take your time and learn learn from it but you get just just be kind to yourself i mean i'd you know, Ru RuPaul says it quite a bit. If you can't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else? That's so just true. love yourself. Once you've loved yourself, you accept yourself. Then you have mm-hmm. happiness that you can share with others. Mm-hmm. What about you, Whiplash? I have, to, I have to agree with that, Ellen Kit. That's a better way to say it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, Dark. Yeah, I agree with that, but also for people to just, like, just, like, have people that don't care, like, about, like, care about you, that don't mind if, uh, if you're, like, part of the LGBT community, someone who supports you, that way it would help out in the long run, like, it it may still It'll take a while, but if you have people that care about you, support you, it shortens up the time for you to be able to, like, express yourself, just completely be yourself, and not listen to other people, what they say, like, calling you stuff, like, names and stuff. You shouldn't listen to people like that, because they just put your self-esteem down and make it so you never want to do anything like that, like... Yep. Me personally, I would say surround yourself with good people. Uh, Go to LGBTQ events, go to meetups. uh, If you know some friends that are gay or queer or whatever, 
uh, try to get in contact with them and they can make you, these people probably know other people that are part of the queer community and that can introduce you to them. And that way you won't feel that you're you won't feel left out as much. Uh, you won't feel like an outsider as much when you surround yourself with people that are just like you. And that self-acceptance will come naturally over time. May happen quickly, may happen slowly, but you will be making progress. I'm pretty sure of that. I'm convinced. So I All think right. that uh, covers it. That, I think we've hit That concludes our, today's episode. Work. Definitely. We'll see you guys next week on another episode of Top Dogs Podcast. Until then, have a great rest of this week since it's the last week of Pride Month. Enjoy it. Goodbye. Oh, yeah, true. Goodbye. Have a good night. See have a good you.